and that's okay. It's okay to suck at something at the beginning. It's okay. In fact, just know that you are going to suck at something at the beginning. Like this is with anything in life, a sport, uh, some sort of art, a job, like anything, you will suck at the beginning and that's okay. That's okay. And we have to normalize that more. No one is, the people that are experts in their fields, they all started somewhere. Welcome back to the What's Up and What's Next podcast, the greatest podcast of all times. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for giving me your time, your energy, and your commitment towards self-growth and towards being here for another episode. I really, truly appreciate it. Hit the follow button, hit the subscribe button, leave us a review. It only takes a couple of seconds and it makes huge impact towards the growth of the podcast and I truly appreciate it so so much. Thank you. Today's episode I wanted to take some time to talk about business, more specifically about the five lessons that I have learned in business. After all, I, it's almost going to come up towards, uh, how long has it been now? It's going to be a year in June since I've had my own business. Of course, I still work my nine to five job, but it's going to be one year since I have started my business in June. So there's a few months between now and then, but I thought, why not make an episode where I speak about some of the lessons that I've learned and that I have applied throughout my journey with my coaching business. And maybe that will help some of you all of you, or maybe it'll only help one of you, but at least I am sharing some insights from what I have personally learned. I hope today's episode is helpful. Let's get started. Number one, if you try to talk to everybody, you'll end up talking to nobody. This is a pretty popular saying in business, and what it refers to is effectively trying to serve everyone. At the end of the day, Your business, your product, your service should have a target audience and that target audience cannot be everyone (laughs) because if it is everyone, then you won't be able to market properly, you won't be able to serve properly, you'll just be confusing your audience. Think about it this way. Facebook was originally created for students. That was the target audience. And then it ended up expanding and scaling towards everyone. Uber was made for people in suits who like to drive in fancy cars. And then it expanded for everyone. So there's a trend here, which is you have to start somewhere and you have to be narrow focused because when you first start a business, And this is the mistake I made in the first few months of the business. Trying to talk to everyone is confusing because your own offer is going to be spread. It's a bit disconnected because your marketing then becomes trying to please or serve or appease to everyone. And it makes no sense. (laughs) 
because you're not focused. And so my first few months in business, I didn't have a narrow focus on my target audience. Whereas now I've learned that it's important to talk to a particular group of people with a particular set of problems or issues or concerns or things they want to overcome in their life and talk to that audience and then eventually expand. But you have to start somewhere. And for me, this was a really important lesson, especially at the beginning of my journey to understand that I cannot be talking to everyone because otherwise I'll end up talking to no one. <laughs> Number two, switching niches is okay. A bit related to the first one, so it's a bit of a follow-up, but there's this misconception, at least in my industry, that if you are a relationships coach, for example, in six months' time, you cannot switch and be a confidence coach. Like There's this misconception that you cannot switch niches because there's this belief or misbelief that You'll be confusing your audience, you'll be confusing your brand, you people will think something of you, and all of it is is not true. All of it is in fact false because you are allowed to experiment, you are allowed to switch. For example, the first few months in business I was more focused on mindset coaching, emotional coaching, and then I pivoted towards business coaching and high performance coaching. And in more recent times, I'm considering pivoting again towards purpose coaching and passion coaching. And so the trend here, as you can see, is don't be afraid to experiment, to enjoy and embrace the journey and the process, and then to pivot, right? There's nothing wrong with pivoting and you're not going to confuse the brand or the audience. The people that support you are going to support you regardless of what you do. And so that's okay. It's okay to switch niches. And I think that has been one of the things that I noticed at the beginning that I struggled with and now I'm, I'm okay with. I'm okay with the fact that I've been doing business and high performance niche for the past few months and that maybe in a few months time I'll switch to purpose coaching because I, I find that I'm resonating more with that right now. You're a human being. As a human, you're going to go to changes just like seasons in a year. And what appeals to you today might not appeal to you in a few months' time. And that's okay. I'm a big believer in following my heart and doing what feels right for me. And I wanted to just share with everyone that what others think of you or what you believe others will think of you, one, is irrelevant, and two, is also just an illusion in your head because at the end of the day and this goes to speak towards a cognitive bias called spotlight effect which is when you literally think that everyone's paying attention to you and that if you do one thing everyone's paying attention and, and honestly no one's paying attention no one cares so you should feel free and liberated to do what you want to do the same way that I have and that it's okay to experiment with niches and see how you feel. Learn why they say no, learn why they say yes. Very important lesson. In business, 
you're going to get more no's than you get yeses, which obviously makes the yeses so much more valuable, but also leaves room for improvement to get those no's in the future to decrease. Now, one thing that I didn't think to myself earlier on was to try and understand the reasoning behind the yeses that I got and the reasoning behind the no's that I got. Normally, I didn't think to myself, let me pause and understand this. Now I do, which is, if someone says yes, understand why. Is it because of the offer? Was the offer clear? Was it the marketing? Was it the approachability, the friendliness, the warmth? Was it the abilities displayed during a discovery call? What, what was it that made that person say yes? Was it the benefits of the packages? Was it the results and testimonials of the packages? What was it that made that person say yes? And equally as important, if not more, why did people say no? Again, was the offer not clear? Was the marketing not good enough? Was the coaching abilities in the call not displayed enough? Is there some finances issue going on? Is it a time or commitment issue? What is it that made people say no? And if you take the time to understand the yeses and the nos, you will understand how to be better in the business world. You will understand how to be better in your business world. And I think that's really, really important. Value over finances. I think when you first go into business, these two are switched around, which is finances seem to be the most important thing and the single biggest metric that will ultimately define whether you are successful or whether you are unsuccessful. And I'm here to tell you that, yes, finances is a metric, but it's not the metric. And in fact, if you focus or overly focus on the finances side of things, you might end up feeling disappointment and demotivation a lot more often than not. And you got to remember that business is effectively almost like looking after a baby. It requires time. It requires energy. If you don't work on your business every day, then your business is not going to grow. But the point here isn't even that, to be honest. The point is value over finances. If you focus on providing value, the finances become a byproduct of that. But when you put finances as the intention, expecting value to be the byproduct, it doesn't quite work out like that. Because if you focused on giving value after you focus on the finances, you're not being true to yourself. You're not being authentic. At that point, you're being fake because you just want to serve your own needs. Whereas actually, when you have a business, as important as the finances are, the important thing is, are you serving the customer's needs? Again, finances are a byproduct of your value or providing a value being the intention first. It's a fact. And 
on a long enough timescale, with consistency, with the right actions, with continuous learning, showing up every day, being consistent, generally being consistent on the good days, on the bad days, on the good seasons, on the bad seasons, you will see that byproduct being so rewarding and you'll see that even the levels of fulfillment you feel are much higher. Focus on value first, everything else will come as the byproduct of providing value. You're going to suck at the beginning and it's okay. This is such a good one because the reality is if you've never been an entrepreneur before, you're going to suck at the beginning. And that's just the truth, right? I know for a fact at the beginning, and I'm still learning, by the way, I'm by no means, I'm making this episode to share my experiences and the observations I've made and the lessons I've taken and applied, but by no means am I an expert in business. In fact, At the beginning of my journey, I always used to say this. I used to say, I'm a great coach. And I know that. Deep in my heart, I know I'm a great coach. But I'm not that great of an entrepreneur. And this is the truth. And I have no shame in saying that because it's true. Look, coaching, yeah, 100%, I'm great at it. Being an entrepreneur, I'm still finding my ways through it. And especially at the beginning, especially at the beginning, I was really trying to find my ways in. It was like I was thrown into the deep end, or in this case, I throwed myself into the deep end and I'm trying to swim and navigate this ocean that is the business world. And I'm okay with the fact that I'm not a great entrepreneur or that I wasn't that great of an entrepreneur in the beginning. I'm okay with that. That for me is totally fine because I have to be realistic. I've never been an entrepreneur before. I don't know anything about business. Or I'm talking about at the time. Now, obviously, I know quite a lot. But back then when I started, I didn't know much about the business world. It was my first experience as an entrepreneur, actually self-employed, having something that is mine that I created from scratch. Of course, I still have my nine to five job, but you know, on the side, having something that I've created and built. You know, there was no prior experience and I didn't have any qualifications or I didn't go to uni and studied business. So I was generally throwing myself in the deep end and learning as I went. And that's okay. It's okay to suck at something at the beginning. It's okay. In fact, just know that you are going to suck at something at the beginning. Like this is with anything in life, a sport, uh, some sort of art, a job, like anything, you will suck at the beginning and that's okay. That's okay. And we have to normalize that more. No one is, the people that are experts in their fields, they all started somewhere. We all start somewhere. So when you look at highly successful people, just know that they weren't as good as they are today in their respective fields. Because they all had to start from somewhere. They all had to start from zero, from scratch, just like everyone else, just like all of us. So when you look at people who have made it or appear to have made it, just remember that they don't have it all figured out and they're all still winging it. Maybe they just become better at winging it. And they've, of course, 
gains skills and competence and abilities and that obviously gains and builds confidence in their practice, whatever it is that they do. But remember that there was a starting point where there was no competence, there was no skills, there was no abilities, and they were learning from scratch. So that's a big one for me, which is I embraced the fact that I was going to suck at being an entrepreneur in the first few months and the beginning of my journey. Now, would I say that I'm a great entrepreneur right now? I wouldn't say I'm great or fantastic, but I would say I'm definitely better. I'd say I'm definitely good. I'd say I'm definitely decent at it. Or maybe that's pushing it, but I'd, <laughs> maybe, maybe that is pushing it. Uh, but I'd say I'm definitely better than I was at the beginning. And I think this is a very good distinction, especially for coaches who may be listening to this. Being a life coach and being an entrepreneur are two different things, right? Life coaching is the art. Entrepreneurship is the business side of things. And when you're running your own business and you have to be the artist, in this case, the life coach, and the entrepreneur, in this case, the business owner, Sometimes it can, be, it can be difficult to juggle those hats. But again, that's okay. This lesson is important because it goes to show to you that no one is perfect. You don't need to be perfect or you're not expected to be perfect and you're not expected to know everything. Learn, apply, repeat. Repetition is very important. Be consistent and just keep adapting. That's one of the things that for me I've noticed in business is there's so much adapting. I am constantly adapting. I am constantly shifting. And another thing, I am constantly learning. I am far from being a great entrepreneur, but I'm decent. I'm okay there. I am winging it <laughs> and it's working out. And that's okay because it's working out and I'm learning from it. And by the way, if you have a business or you're considering building a business, just know that there's going to be good days and bad days. The idea that you will not have bad days is very idealistic. And it almost speaks to the concept of perfection. And if you know me, you know that I always preach about how perfection does not exist. It just simply doesn't. I hope that in today's episode, you got a glimpse into some of the lessons that I've observed, I've learned, that I've applied, that I've seen and, and got from other people in, in industry or in businesses. And I hope that you take something away from it. Hopefully this was helpful and me just sharing some of my experiences helped you. And yeah, maybe I should do more podcast episodes highlighting some of the examples and experiences and just ups and downs of the journey. I think there's not enough light on the behind the scenes of being a business owner, at least from, you know, I, from my point of view. Um, I'm sure there's loads of people out there sharing their journeys, but maybe I should share more of the journey because trust me, it's one hell of a journey and there's a lot of hard work going on behind the scenes, a lot. And there's really exciting things coming this year from my business, uh, which I'm really excited to talk about soon when they happen. And yeah, stay tuned because I love coaching and I want to help the world. I want to impact the world. I want to provide value. I want to serve. And I'm always finding new ways to do that. 
And this year, I'm expanding my business services. And I just can't wait. <laughs> it's, it's really exciting, really exciting. And like I said, this whole thing of being a, a life coach and an entrepreneur at the same time, it's difficult, but it's enjoyable. I am learning so much and I am so, so grateful for this journey that I'm on. Some exciting things coming through and I can't speak about them yet, but I will speak about them soon when it's all confirmed and ready to go. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. I hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. Share it with your friends, family, co-workers, any business owners that you know or people that want to start businesses. Just share it with them. They might benefit from it more than what we know. Thank you so much. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, then please make sure to listen to the next podcast to find out what's up and what's next. 